Hey, you're listening to Surfpreneur Podcast, where we interview inspiring surf entrepreneurs and we, where we discuss about their businesses and ideas. I'm Solen, and today I'm with Adi Bedoun from the West Factory. Uh, the found, is the founder of the first pro surfboard factory in West Africa. He uh, defined the surfing identity of the Ivory Coast, a country where the surf was inexistent a few years ago. It all started with the first surfboard workshop you opened in 2016. Can you first tell us a bit more about the beginning of the West Factory? What was the plan uh, at first? Um, so the plan was... Uh, I've, I, I've, I thought of a lot about this project uh, over um, the past couple of years uh, before I started anything. Um, and so at the time, I was actually living in Australia. Um, and, uh, when I was there, I, I, uh, I was in touch with, uh, you know, with the surf, um, the surf culture and, and the environment was, uh, I guess, key for me to kind of get into, um, you know, into this industry. Uh, so later I, I had, when uh, the time was, uh, when I basically finished my, uh, my university degree, um, It was time for me to to go back home, to go back to the Ivory Coast where I where I grew up and where um, my family uh, has been living for more than 40 years now. Um, and so I just came up with this project. Um, and uh, initially, I had the idea of basically, um, you know, um, creating uh, uh, locally made boards. Uh, because I thought that uh, um, we were in this country, we were kind of always importing stuff. And uh, for me, creation was very important. You know, the aspect of creating something, the aspect of of thinking about something and making it happen was was quite uh, essential. So yeah, you you came back to your native country, the Ivory Coast. So do you have only um, now a local clientele? Do you? Uh, sell your board just to local clients or is it still um, do you export uh, some of them um, we've we haven't exported uh, much uh, because you know the unfortunately the, the price of uh, logistics is is quite high still in Africa so this mm. is something we are still kind of figuring out uh, we have though uh, sent a few boards uh, out to Dakar Senegal Um, and that is a market that we we are also willing to um, develop further. Um, but for now, we've been yeah we've been selling uh, most of our boards. I would say 95% of our boards have been sold here um, in the Ivory Coast. So and I saw you also offer training to young locals to teach them how to shape boards. So how do you how do you recruit these young people and How is the training going? So it's it's, uh, it's funny you're talking about this because actually last weekend when I was uh, when I was in Asini, which is the, the beach uh, the beach area um, that has a it's, a it's a surf spot here in in, in uh, the coast that's not too far away from Abidjan, so it's about an hour drive um, from Abidjan and. Uh, Uh, a lot of people basically go there on the weekends to relax, uh, take a break and, and swim and surf, of course. 
Um, and so I was there and, and uh, you know, you get to meet people whenever you're walking around or when you're, you know, um, just spending time there. And, and, uh, and uh, I was approached by, uh, by uh, a 19 year old who, who uh, really only now thinks about surfing because, you know, he's, he was initiated uh, um, a few, a few uh, months back when uh, we were kind of surfing together with friends and, you know, because he's, uh, he's the son of one of the people that work, you know, um, in this area and, uh, and he saw us surfing and, and basically he's been using one of the boards that, uh, that we have to surf uh, whenever he can. And he's developed a, a lot of skills and uh, he's become a, quite a good surfer. Um, and so he came up to me and, and he, he, he asked me if he could actually join, uh, you know, the West factory and if he could actually become part of the team and if he could learn how to shape and repair boards and all of that. And I said, yeah, you, of, of course, you're welcome to come and, and take a look at what we're doing and stay in Abidjan for maybe two weeks to, with, with, uh, with our shaper and, and learn how to shape and, and I mean, Shaping is a big uh, is a big thing, but at least learn how to repair a few um, you know small repairs and, and you know and at least you can get into um you know into this 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 world and we're fine with that you know we can help you out with we usually what we usually do is when we have cases like this um, we help out with a few things like transport or you know food or things like that. Um, but we don't necessarily give a you know a, a full salary to start with. We we pay for what we can pay, and uh, if it, it if you know if it uh, turns out to be a uh, good to, uh, for the long term, then we you know we we talk about a uh, contract, long term contract with uh, with us. Okay, yeah. So now after a few years, you you must have uh, had uh, a lot of uh, young people, uh, young locals that are working for you. Do you, is it a growing like that, or the, um, uh, do the people, these people, um, are creating their own uh, factory or just their own um, business afterwards? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that the kids that come and and, and uh, spend time with us uh, end up using their skills to, you know, do a few repairs uh, back home, or if they need to to fix something small yeah i'm sure they you know they'll do it uh, alone and i mean it's, it's not a problem it's on the contrary it's good because it uh, it you know it it helps them surf even more whenever they need to uh but obviously when it comes to you know uh, bigger repairs like a broken board or uh, things that are you know when you have a fin that's completely broken um you know that's uh that's harder to to um, to repair. So when, when there's something like this, we, we, we take their boards and we even repair it for them. Um, and this is something that we, we don't necessarily always, uh, you know, ask for a return. You know, we don't, uh, we try to help as much as we can, basically. But we haven't had that many people, you know, we, we've had maybe since we've started, we've had maybe eight to 10, 10, uh, kids, um, wanting to learn about, uh, you know, the domain and uh, the surf, uh, surf role. Yeah. Yeah. As well, um, I heard that surfing is still uh, considered as a dangerous force in, uh, by many, um, Ivorian people. 
So, um, how did you create? Known to them. That's Sorry? Cool. It's something that they haven't fully discovered just yet, you know? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Because the beach, uh, you know, beach here, the beach here is, is, is dangerous. You know, you have uh, a lot of uh, rips. Um, uh, mm -hmm. and, and people are not necessarily very good swimmers. And did you think that would slow you down? Concerning uh, the West Factory, or uh, yeah, I mean, initially we thought that we still have some, we still have a public, which is uh, you know that the target market was mainly to start with the expats. You know, there is a big expat community here. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of also French and Lebanese people that uh, have come to the Ivory Coast uh, a few years back, and you know they they decide to stay and. There are even second or third generation uh, Lebanese or French or Ivorian now, um, and for us it was mainly to it was tackling you know it was targeting these people first because they're into surfing and they've been into surfing for a long time, and they were all of them you know were looking for a place where they could they could get uh, you know a custom board or they could get professional equipment for surfing. That is something that we wanted to offer to this community first, because we knew that, um, you know, Ivorians would slowly come to us. It would be a long process. It wouldn't be something that would happen the next day. Um, and only, and we knew that only the kids that grow up around the, you know, the beach would be the, the people that uh, would in, at some point, you know, completely uh, uh, be rewarded by what we're doing. Uh, you know, it's it's the, this this part. If you want the helping out and and teaching and and providing equipment or providing surfboards to this community, is something that can only be done if there's another community that's willing to pay the price and that's willing to basically buy local surfboards. You know, it's it it works as a balance. I mean, this first community of expats and of you know uh, middle uh, to high income people. Uh, helps us basically fund or helps us develop, uh, you know, the other the other part of uh, of surfing here, which is the local the local uh, uh, you know the local aspect of surfing, the the Ivorian you know aspect of surfing, which is something that needs a lot of work. You know, it's there, but it needs a lot of work and needs uh, um, it needs uh, investment. Whether it's it's in time, it's in like uh, you know finance, it's in uh, uh, education, it's in a lot of things, yeah. Because you're also, um, for every surfboard you created, uh, it gives one month's education um, for a student in Iveran Coast. So, what ha the thing is, the way it, it, it works is that we don't necessarily give one month of education, but what we do is we give back to, to education in this country by providing, uh, you know, by providing books or, you know, uh, by providing. Uh, uh, material that could be used for, you know, uh, by students when they go to school. So like pens, uh, uh, anything that the you know kids will use to basically study and learn. And yeah, I think a large education. Okay, yeah. and you're also working with the um, Williams Foundation, foundation that supports um, education uh, in the Ivorian coast as well. Can you tell us a bit more about it? 
So yeah, initially we were we were working with the, the Williams Foundation because they're friends, they're family friends, um, and so my father knows them, uh, knows the family for quite some time now, uh, okay. and so they they founded this uh, this foundation uh, uh, for education um, under the name of one of their sons who who passed away a few years ago. Um, Unfortunately, and uh, and they did this uh, for him, and uh, and it was in tribute to him basically, uh, because uh, you know he was he was always about you know uh, helping out and and making sure that uh, everyone gets uh, um, their rights in in terms of education or you know learning and and getting uh, the adequate uh, education. So we've we've partnered up with them. I mean, we've only signed a convention. It's not really a. Um, it was just a convention that we signed with them, where we told them that uh, basically for every board that locally made board that would you know would be sold, then we would give uh, give back a percentage uh, you know to them, and then they they would uh, obviously you know they would know what to do with the money and obviously invest in it according to their standards of of helping out you know. They, in education and so on. So that's that's where the equation comes from, you know, where we say, you know, helping out is for us is giving back to to education because it's through them that by giving them a percentage of the sales, they would invest in themselves, they would invest in education, they would invest in in, in school fees, uh, you know, they would help and they would support kids um, to go back to school and to, to stay in school as much as possible. And um, you also selling. Uh, you got second-hand surfboards. Is it right? How do you get it? How do you get this? Uh, do you repair them? The second-hand surfboards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get them sometimes from customers. Um, sometimes they leave it. Uh, they leave some boards with us. So we also have, because our team gets, um, you know, gets uh, one or two surfboards a year. So, for example, our shaper gets one board per year. Um, the the guys that also work at the factory they get to have a board a year uh, or two boards a year. It depends. Um, so what we do is the old boards that we have, we keep them, and uh, and yeah, they become secondhand boards that we, we kind of have uh, um, uh, here at the factory. And and uh, it happens that uh, it happens that we give away some of these boards whenever you know there's an opportunity. Um, I, we did that once or twice, you know, when we went out uh, to Assini to you know the Aswinde, which is the village of Assini, and and we gave we gave away one or two boards. I remember at the time, but it's something that obviously you know um, uh, could happen every year, and it's 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 definitely something we're we're trying to do as much as as possible. And you also have uh, yeah surfboard collection, uh, who are uh, basically unique. Every board can be custom with the bright lines and colors that remind uh, uh, that remind me uh, the African culture and extra. Who designed uh, these uh, amazing uh, artworks? On the artworks, we we work with uh, young uh, Ivorians who. You know who who are devo- like just they're just you know into uh, into uh, art and design and and they usually you know they 
they are um, uh, studying at the university um, not far from our factory and and uh, you know painting and and and, uh, and drawing and 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 you know are, are things that um, obviously they you know they they enjoy doing and they are actually learning more about their you know, it's, I don't know what they're, it depends because you have, some of them are studying um, maybe very different things, but, you know, it comes as a passion for, for some and for some, it just, it's just something they're really into, um, even in terms of professional career. So uh, what we just do is uh, we, um, you know, we, we give, again, a, a percentage back uh, uh, per board to, to these guys, you know, never have a, an artwork that we need to draw um, sometimes we do it on custom boards sometimes we just do it on on, on stock boards we have stock boards where you know we just invite to, uh, one of the guys to come and draw something you know they they came up with uh, um, and we tell them to be creative you know we tell them we ask them to be creative we tell them we want we want this kind of creativity um, also on, on you know on, on, on our boards it's, it's important for us this is a uh, yeah very uh the the artworks are very uh very nice and um so um so it's changed uh, every time like you have uh, uh the people who design this board this uh, young uh, this kid it's different every time or they um, design the board uh, could be several times um at first we've had this uh this ivorian painter by the name of yao kofi uh was a friend of Pierre, um, and he used to draw quite a bit on the, on the boards. Um, by the way, we draw with Posca pens on the boards, um, and uh, and after we've uh, I've contacted a friend who, who you know who contacted a friend who uh, you know who who also is a is a very good uh, you know uh, uh, artist and and draws really well and. And uh, he's he's the one who's who's more or less uh, drawing on our on, on the boards now. Right. Um, I just have another question, uh, completely different, concerning uh, the whole project. What uh, was or what is um, the biggest challenge you faced during this year for uh, the West Factory? Uh, trust. I would say trust. Trust would, uh, for me, would be the, the biggest challenge I faced with uh, the West Factory. Trust people or? You're coming in to, you know, you're coming uh, as a new factory in the country where people have been purchasing boards, um, imported surfboards for a very long time. So you come in and you, you have a new philosophy and a new way of doing things, which completely goes against, you know, the tradition. Of, uh, of buying a good board that is made overseas. So for us, it was a, it was a battle and it still is for, for some of our uh, customers, uh, you know, to, to convince them or tell them that, hey guys, like, you know, we are a factory as well. And, and uh, you know, our shaper has that many years of experience and uh, they've been shaping you know, because we we've been working with uh, with a couple of shapers, the the the, the model of the West Factory was to just build a shaping house. It, it was to build a shaping, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, 
a, a space where we we would have different shapers from around the world, um, you know, shaping boards, making boards, and also uh, teaching locals how to make boards. This this was the the concept of the West Factory when we started, um, and so we've invited uh, a Lebanese surfer called Paul Abbas, who was uh, you know with us from the start. We've also invited Jan Chayur, who who, also, who lived in the Arabic coast uh, for some time, and he, who's a who's a French uh, uh, shaper and who lives in uh, in Spain now. Um, and these two have have um, have de- have helped us a lot develop uh, you know the West Factory with their skill, their personal skills, their personal experience, and they've given a lot of their time. They've given a lot of their you know uh, motivation as well. Uh, to, to make this uh, this project uh, something that you know, could could be uh, uh, successful, um, and so for us th- this was the, the the toughest part, the, the you know convincing or letting uh, letting people know that hey guys like we're not just we're not reinventing something we're we're just doing exactly what used to be done uh, overseas but we're doing it locally, right. This this human capital is here now. Um, you know, this expertise is now at the West Factory, and all we're doing is creating the space locally without you having to travel overseas or without you having to import a specific surfboard from uh, Europe or from Australia or from you know the United States. Uh, so it takes it it takes a bit of time to. To change that, I think, and uh, we've, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy because uh, a lot of uh, people here now, you know, the thing is when you when you have people that come back and and get the, themselves, um, you know, a, a, a second board, a third board, a fourth board, this is when you know that you're building some kind of trust, you know, and you know that you're building. Um, uh, long-term uh, success because your customer, your the surfer who, who trusts your product and and who has complete the trust over what you're doing uh, could be seen. This could be seen in, in how many boards they purchase, you know. Uh, and, and that was uh, for for us. This was a success. The fact that we've had uh, a few people coming back to get more boards, basically to have loyal clients. Yes, loyalty, exactly. You have a hard competition uh, in the surf industry because, yeah, the, the competitors are basically the the, the biggest uh, big brands uh, in the, the, the big surf factories. To prove the expertise, it's uh, even harder for you uh, who are uh, like a small, uh, still a small uh, factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you see uh, the, the future for the West Factory? Would you like to extend it, or do you have plans? Yeah, we're thinking about expanding. Um, we're thinking about expanding. We're thinking maybe about merging. I don't know. You know, there's a possibility to merge. Uh, you know, with another brand. Uh, there's a possibility to to develop the same concept um, in other places around, uh, in other countries around West Africa. And uh, there is room. There is. I think there is room to grow. You know. I think. Uh, the West African market is has a lot of potential. Um, 
only a question of time before you know before we see a, a real growth in in this sector you have a lot of uh, opportunities in uh, in africa because there are still uh, uh, even like no i think no factories uh, except mm -hmm. in yes. Europe, right perfect uh, thank you very much hadi for your time and for this podcast and i hope uh, see you later thank you so much thank you for um, you know for for the time you also gave to this interview thank you